Oh, that's right. It wasn't his daughter. It's his cat. They be like, slow up, homie. You're talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley's backs. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey. Yeah, welcome to another episode of D to Splash Podcast. We talk movies, toys, comic books, sports. We do everything pop culture sometimes. Sometimes. Well, almost. <laughs> this is the the only podcast on the internet that is late. We know. We're sorry. I am sorry. That's my fault. That's I flew in late last night, and I was like, Chris, I just can't. Usually, that's fine. Usually, I'm the one that's like, you Chris, we have to do this. And like, I was like, yo. Chris, where are you? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm ordering pizza. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was definitely, it was both. It was both. I drove in from uh, Portland. Yeah. You flew in from Charlotte. It was a whole, it was a mess. Uh, this is episode 66. Of course, we've already kind of went over this, but I am Bradley Baxter. This is my man, Chris Bucky Watts. We're here to talk about some shit. Some shit, some real shit we're going to get into. Some real neat. Uh, today we're talking to uh, Alita, Battle Angel. Movie dropped a while ago, but we're back in it. Uh, I saw this movie. Chris read the book. So we're going to dive in and see where we land. And we're, stick around to see if we call it a splash, trash, or a meh. Even, even just not even the plot, you know, just the, the making of it is pretty interesting. The... The, you know, we'll talk. About yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. In. Um, some up we'll really get in there. <laughs> some upcoming episodes and announcements next week. We're gonna be talking about Oscars. Uh, will Black Panther win? Oh yeah, no, no. Tune in next week as we no, celebrate the winners and losers of the great cinema we experienced in 2018. Hopefully, Black Panther wins. Hopefully. Uh, this week on <laughs> Splash Trash Man, we talked. Uh, we talked some Wolverine, Infinity Watched, as well as Guardians of the Galaxy issue number two. So definitely check that out. That drops tomorrow. I love you tomorrow. I love you tomorrow. We can't do that. We'll be sued. Yeah. Uh, you know who owns the rights to that song? Who? Jay-Z. You know that? No. Yeah. Because of Jigga. Hard Knock Life? Yeah. He bought it. He he bought and he owns it. So, so anytime I don't somebody wants to redo Annie on Broadway, they have to call Jay-Z. That's a really good question. Maybe. I'll get, him, I'll get him on the horn. I'll ask him. Cause you know that song. There's actually another rapper who has a song. Probably had the best record of last year. Uh, Nipsey Hussle had a song called uh, "Hustle and Motivate," and he took the the hard knock life piano. It sounds a lot different than than the way Jigga used it, but um, but yeah, he he had to actually call Jay Z to get, clear that sample. So wow, yeah. Now you know. If you don't know, now you know. Bitch. I just learned something. Yeah, that's, I learned real good about that. Some some rap shit. Oh man, we've got a lot to talk about. So let's just get into some news, Chris. Chris, you're a Star Wars fan, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> According to the Associated Press, the nation's 
fencing federation officially recognizes lightsaber dueling as a competitive sport. Ah, uh, snap. Okay, crazy, right? Also, you seen some of these duels, though? You ever YouTube that shit? People get after it. Yeah, no, I definitely. And it's actually kind of entertaining because the lights are out. But uh, they have granted the LED lit polycarbonate replicas the same status as used by Olympic fencers. And this comes as France has experienced a spike in those interested in reenacting the epic scenes in Star Wars, leading to an established set of ruled and dueling etiquette. Wow. This is just one of those things. I mean, it's like. Also, Jedi's a religion, right? Say what they want. I mean, Jedi's an official religion. Even moreover, like, think about e gaming. Like that's becoming an industry. Like that they sometimes they'll report on that, that on Sports Center if it's a slow night. <laughs> this doesn't this doesn't surprise me. Yeah, if nobody played a, a sport with a ball, they will report on esports. <laughs> um, but he, uh, but no, not he. Uh, I, I think this is really cool. I think that it's it's something weird and dorky, but there's a lot of people that are super interested in it. And the fact that they're like, all right, shit, let's like make some, let's make some. It's all about the money. Let's make some skrill off this. We'll sell some three thousand dollar lightsabers that people will buy so they can pretend that they're. Darth Maul, go for it. I mean, uh, yeah, and we this, get to watch people do sweet fights. I mean, this has to drive more people interested to this sport, right? Like, oh yeah, I would watch this. I would watch this over fencing, and I think fencing's a riot. I, I think it's the strangest I, thing in the world because I have no idea. I could I could watch seven and a half straight hours of fencing with a fencing expert sitting next to me talking to me the whole time. I would have no idea what's going on by the end. Still, <laughs> I actually, uh, I actually worked with a girl who's was a fence. Profession. I don't know if she was professional, but she was a she did fencing in college. She was a semi semi pro fencer. Yeah, she's an amateur fencer. fencer. An, ama- an amateur fencist. Let's say you're a fencer, right? Yes. You think they'll ever allow this LED shit in the Olympics? Nah, the Olympics are a bunch of tight butthole people. No athlete makes money in the Olympics except for like oh. basketball players. They won't let freaking there. There's there's are there are sports much farther up the list that are not involved in the Olympics. People are like, what? That if, if they, could you imagine if they put in fencing or if they not fencing, they put in lightsaber dueling, baseball would start shitting itself. Oh yeah. Cause they don't, baseball's not an Olympic sport anymore. Not baseball. But then the same thing goes. Or like softball. The strange, softball's the Olympics just the sport. strangest thing in the world overall, because like they won't let baseball in for certain reasons or like, I don't know. I think baseball, I think baseball's still a sport, but softball's not. So whatever like they, they won't put those in there but then there's like freaking wiffle ball is in there and like like not wiffle ball but you know badminton and not to say it's not impressive i love watching a competitive badminton that's like holy ping hell pong. how can they even see where the stupid thing is ping but pong. still it's like yeah ping pong that's i mean a bar shuffleboard game. has a better shot at getting in if ping pong's in there shuffleboard and uh what's the old spinny soccer players on a stick what's that one called Let's go hit the old racquetball table, foosball table. Uh, Those would be in there long before lightsaber dueling. Could you imagine? It's such a crazy thing. Can you imagine? Hi, I'm Al Michaels, and and I'm Bob Costas, and here we are at the Jedi (laughs) lightsaber dueling finale. Wow, hope we get a gold medal out of this. Like, Get out of here. You announced the miracle on ice, Ice, Al Michaels. Wow, how the mighty have fallen. (laughs) Could you imagine the description of, and John Miller is using the lightsaber uh 4912 this features mm. this kind of you know mm. just go through the features mm. i Six actually saw weeks ago he had his hand buried in a bag of cool ranch doritos on his couch in des moines iowa but here he is today on the big stage folks 
No, this you know this is perfect <laughs> for what's his name, Bob Minery. Larping, Bob Minery. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is this is exact. Like he's the one that should be announcing doing the shit commentary. Like that, the weird stuff. Yes. I'm gonna send him a DM. Not that we're close, but one time I tagged him in a story and he watched it. So I hey. think we're pretty much best friends. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But that's what I think. Ah, uh, Peter, we're here today. Man, fuck that guy. <laughs> Guy's awesome. Fuck that guy. Uh, speaking of America's <laughs> pastime, uh, shit. The San Diego Padres have reportedly signed Manny Machado to the Machado. biggest free agent contract in American sports history. Oh, for God's According sake, to MLB. According to the MLB.com, this deal is worth $300 million for 10 years, surpassing the previous mark by A-Rod, who signed a 10-year uh, deal with the Knicks. Uh, not the Knicks, the Yankees. He's- Whoa, he's A-Rod. playing basketball. He's most A-Rod's untalented. A-Rod for the dunk. <laughs> uh, the Yankees in 2007 for $275 million. Uh, Tim Brown of Yahoo Sports reports that Machado's deal includes an opt-out after the fifth year. How are baseball players making this much money? Especially him. He freaking, I mean, I know. there's. I'm sure there are people that are like Manny Machado diehards. But that dude's fucking lazy as the day is long. Like, he's he's like that kid we all grew up with who was, like, good enough at sports to get by, like, to be, like, to stand out, but mm-hmm. never tried or worked hard. The dude just, like, sat outside the three-point line and was like, hit me with the ball, hit me with the ball. And then he'd shoot it and hit it, and then he'd just, like, walk back to the other end while you're, you like, trying no, to no. guard nine people. You mean like that? It's like that old fat guy that plays in uh, absolutely in all the pickup games, line. but he only yes, goes three point game. line to three point line. Exactly. It's like he like you watch that guy play baseball. I'm like, this guy doesn't give a shit, and he's gonna make three hundred million dollars in ten years. Whatever. Dude. He can he can freaking flounder with the Padres. About they'll have as much success as the Texans did. The Texans, <laughs> the Rangers did with uh, Rodriguez when they signed that deal. Boom. I don't know, man. I don't know how baseball players keep making this much money by the oh, league. There's no salary I, cap. No one goes to baseball games anymore. I know it's all the advertising and uh, I looked back sales. <laughs> we I, when I was at the airport in Charlotte, I actually looked this up. But did you know that Michael Jordan in 1993 only made like five million dollars from the league? Is that because he played for the White Sox? No, it was when he won his third championship. Oh, how how much money Jordan made compared to like people now? No, just like yes, it, it, I mean, it, I just looked up his the year he like Kyle Corver like, makes three times what Jordan I just looked did. up. I just looked up what he made that year from the league, and it was like five million dollars. Nineteen ninety three, that was like a billion dollars, man. Times changed. And then, like two years later, he made thirty million. Oh, mayonnaise! That's a big jump from like two for over two years. Speaking of the NBA, uh, the NBA All-Star game was this week, or All-Star weekend was this weekend. Mm-hmm. Did you watch any of the games, Chris? Not a single piece of it. Not a single piece. Not it. not the three-point contest, not the dunk no, contest. People I don't not know the celebrity game. Win. No, I saw who won the dunk contest. I watched the highlights. He dunked over Shaq. Yeah, it was all about... They all dunked over rappers. Oh, um, cool. Shaq technically cons- is considered a rapper. I mean, he had a he had a, a fire track a while back. I remember yeah. it. It's called Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu. Um, Team LeBron is undefeated in the All Star competition, having picked up its second straight win, one hundred seventy eight to one sixty four victory. It, let's just stop. 
because that is a hundred percent the problem with this with the All Star game right there. You look at that score, and and there's people out there thinking, "Wow, you put all those stars out there, and they can really, they can really hit all those fucking shots." 178 to 164 means nobody out there gives a fuck. That's all that means. Yeah, no one's nobody's blocking. No one's setting any screens. It's literally just like, bup, bup, bup. like they might just go. Or whatever the Harlem Globetrotters theme is, because nobody Do gives that a track shit now. Yeah, I'd be, I would be more entertained if Team LeBron and Team Ganias, I don't even know who that is, formed together, had to play the Giannis. Globetrotters, and then lost. Giannis is uh, the Greek freak out in Milwaukee. Oh, Greek freak, yes, that's why I couldn't say it. I, I don't speak Greek. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I stay away from his last name. Um, KD came home the MVP with thirty-one points, did ten for fifteen shooting, scoring eleven. On a perfect four for four in the fourth quarter, uh, nine of the me- nine other members of the team LeBron scored in double figures. Obviously, well, everybody scored in double figures. One seventy eight to one sixty four. Everybody had to get at least ten. Yeah, all in all, it was it was quite a quite a game. It's always like, it's always like this though. They they're doing a new format, obviously with the drafting of players. What my my question to you, Chris, is: Do you think LeBron just? Do- so LeBron had the first pick last year and the first pick this year. Both times he selected Kevin Durant. Hmm. Hmm. That Anthony Davis thing fell apart, right? Yes. KD's up. He's coming over. So the latest rumor is that KD's going to New York with Kyrie. To the Knicks? Mm-hmm. Does nobody in that know that the Knicks suck? Like, do they not want to win championships? Well, the Knicks just traded Porzingis and freed up a bunch of money. Yeah, exactly. They traded all their players. Except for, and they got Dennis Scott, though. And they're going to, the, the rumor is they're going to draft Zion. The rumor is they suck. <laughs> that's what the rumor is. And that's not even a rumor because that's a fact. I don't understand this. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. Because, like, I guess that that's me being... And now, not a, not a, an avid basketball fan. That's me on the outside seeing how the game has been going since LeBron to Miami, where like you just fucking pick and choose all the best players you want onto one team, and it's like someone's like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a big move. Looks like I'm gonna go play for the, I don't know, the Bangor Pirates, or I don't know. That was a made up team, but but any team like some shitty garbage team. Like, can you believe it? He went to play for the Memphis Grizzlies. It's like, what are you going to do there, man? You got to live in, I guess you get to live in New York city. If you go to the Knicks, but still, ugh. yeah, I don't, I don't I, you imagine you playing think... for the Timberwolves. Oh, you got to live in Minnesota. No offense. Like Minnesota, been to the twin cities. Great place. Rochester. Fantastic. You got to live there. Ugh. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I buy that Kevin, I'm, but I could also be, um, uh, blind by my own fan fandom but yeah i don't i don't everyone tells me that kevin durant's gonna leave i don't i don't want to believe it i don't we're gonna ditch it doesn't make make logic logical sense to me celtics are gonna get kevin durant and freaking anthony davis and Kyrie's gonna go play for the freaking stupid knicks and boom we're gonna win a championship boom that's it that's the game that's all of it and there you have it. That is Chris's prediction for the next couple years in the NBA. Nailed it. Don't don't, Nailed don't it. even bother watching any games if they're on. It's a waste of your time because I just laid it all out for you. Speaking of revivals, I don't even know. 
Uh, Keenan Thompson, Kel Mitchell will make an appearance on Nickelodeon's upcoming revival of All That. Chris, you remember All Whoa, That, right? Oh, cool. Uh, Keenan Thompson is the executive producer of the series, and it's been confirmed that Kel and others will help add to the reboot. Do you- wow. Remember All That, Chris? Uh, yeah, hell yeah, bro. That I was curious if they were going to be able to dig Amanda Bynes out of whatever bottle she's swimming in for that reunion. <laughs> uh, TL, do you, if you remember, TLC actually did the uh, theme song. Really? Oh, this is uh, that. This is uh, of course I knew that. Yeah. Um, it's That's interesting. Where Amanda, please came from. Amanda, please remember that. <laughs> yes. And Good Burger actually came. Those were sketches. Yeah, I know. Um, do you, so you think Amanda Bynes will come through? Sure. Other, uh, so this is the other half of the story. So if you were disappointed in the Super Bowl, you SpongeBob fucking nerds, listen Woo-hoo! to this. Listen to this. Uh, the revival is part of the network's plan to dive deeper into flagship series. In addition to rebooting the sketch comedy show, Nickelodeon's president Brian Robbins has expressed interest in turning the SpongeBob SquarePants franchise into a world of its own. He said, quote, mm. that's our Marvel universe. You have this amazing show that's run for almost 20 years. I think the fans are clamoring for it. Uh, yeah. So if you were disappointed in not seeing SpongeBob in the Super Bowl, you're getting spinoff shows. I don't know what to tell you. A Mermaid Man Barnacle Boy show. Mr. Krabs when he was young and in the Navy show Chris what what uh, these are the shows that you want to see these are just ones I'm saying could be possible and if Nickelodeon wants me to come and write for them for some of these they have my number I've sent them numerous emails and death threats (laughs) and threats (laughs) uh is that something you want to see though some spinoffs for Spongebob Eh, yeah I'd watch it I'd probably check it out. I'm a little, uh, you know, whatever. I, I, I would I would be into seeing how they would make it work more than anything. That's not to say, I mean, I love SpongeBob. I think it's a great world to itself. I don't know. I don't like comparing something like that to your Marvel universe. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, they're basically saying, this thing keeps making us goddamn money. Let's make more money. <laughs> so speaking good for of, them. It's all about money. Speaking of making the money and losing in business. Business, business, mm-hmm. numbers, numbers. Um, Is this working? <laughs> yes. Net- Netflix's Dirt. A trailer dropped for Netflix's Dirt. Um, yeah, a uh, movie adaptation of The Dirt has been in the works for over a decade, with the rights first being picked up by Paramount and MTV in 2006. Now, the project got off the ground and banded about uh, between various studios before a stint in development hell. Ooh, Motley Crue was... Determined to get the film made, however, in 2017, Netflix acquired the rights with production finally beginning in early 2018. The Dirt stars Daniel Weber as Vince Neil, Iwan Rion as Mick Mars, Douglas Booth as Nikki Six, and Machine Gun Kelly as Tommy Lee. Okay. Have you seen this trailer, Chris? No, have you? Yes, I have. Um, as excited Machine as Gun Kelly, known for his acting. No, he's not. He landed some Netflix deal where they're just like, they need people. Who can we get to do something for cheap? Machine like, Gun uh, Kelly. We only have 35 bucks left. How are we going to get somebody else to be in Bird Box? And he's like, I'll do it. However he talks. 
We need someone to fuck Alita in Bird Box. Oh, get Machine Gun Kelly. He's Machine cheap. Gun Kelly will do it. It's like some. It's like somebody's his, his like best friend works at Netflix. Oh, I got. I know a guy. I know a guy. I know. I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. Yeah, I, I know a guy. Kelly, I, as, it's me, Machine, Mister Gun, Mister Mister Machine Gun Kelly, Mister 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 Kelly. I know. I said we were friends, but can you get Mister M Gun Kelly on the phone for me? Yeah, I have a great way for him to make forty five dollars. Yeah, I as much as I am excited to see this movie because I think it does look pretty good. Um, I don't like him as an actor. He's not a good actor. No, he's not. He's trash. Shit is straight garbage. Trash. 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 More Netflix news on the way. <laughs> We're going to just cut, cut, cut that whole story to a minimum. What's he going to do? He's not going to be on the show. Uh, anyway, Netflix says peace to Marvel and what up, Umbrella Academy? The final oh, yeah. death meal for Netflix and Marvel's television pact came to an end this week with the cancellation of The Punisher and <laughs> Jessica Jones. The latter has yet actually to release its third season, which is, makes it kind of awkward, but we all knew it was coming, obviously, Netflix. So, from both parties, Marvel was like, yeah, Netflix canceled that shit because they're butthurt about us starting our own shit. In different words, of course. Uh, We saw this coming, though, so it's not really a surprise, but Umbrella Academy dropped this week, and uh, it's a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is also, and it's also a comic book series that was released by Dark Horse Comics. Have you seen any of it, Chris? No, I have not, but um, I've been interested in it. I have. Uh, have you watched it? I saw the first two episodes today. Thoughts? Um, It's pretty cool. Um, It's got a great cast. It's got Ellen Page, some other famous guy that I can't think of his name right now, Tom something or other. Uh, Mary J. Blige is in it. Okay. She's not singing either. She's just it's acting. A, yeah. At first, I, I think when I first heard about this show, I thought it was about uh, like the Resident Evil Umbrella Company. But I was an idiot. I didn't know it's, that. It has no way. It has nothing with that. Yeah. No, not no relation at all. It's basically about it's kind of got an X-Men story, right? Like, there's these. Yeah. It's like a group of talented youngsters like, with misfits that come together. There's women who give birth to babies randomly and then one guy tries to he like buys them all cool that's how it starts money yeah yeah he buys them with money and then he okay just names them one two three four five six seven you've piqued my interest to where i now will must watch this show the show starts off he dies and it's kind of like there's some flashback stuff when they're kids but they come back together for the funeral it's 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 a it's interesting Hmm. Not not really what I expected, so I'm glad that I caught the first two, but it's definitely something I'm going to finish up before next week. How like many episodes? I, ten? Are we talking ten? Um, I'll have to double check, but yeah, I think so. It's usually the first season standard for Netflix. That's about right. Ten to thirteen. Okay. Well, I'm in. Do you think all these other platforms are going to hurt Netflix? Like, are we in for something here? Now that Disney owns, like, over half of Hulu, they're going to have their own... Platform. Streaming platform. Plus, they have I'm ESPN. I'm just gonna eat Hulu. I bet everyone in Hulu is probably that's not on that side or is pretty nervous. I mean, what's the point? Why not just absorb them? Why not just make them part of Disney Plus? Yeah, I was I was thinking that myself. Like, why not just? Sorry, Hulu. Disney Plus featuring Hulu. You do that for you do that for six months, then you just drop the Hulu shit. 
I think Hulu's initial venture was to be like like a peace treaty between all these networks, but because they're all in it together. But I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. But let's talk more comic books and shit, Chris. Let's get into this main topic where we're Ooh, talking Alita Battle Angel. Chris, you're familiar. Yeah, no, th- I, I, I saw this movie today. I saw this movie today. You went uh, today. Oh, look I went at you. today. Fresh. Yeah. Fresh off the yeah. Fresh off the plane from the All-Star game. Damn, I never got to say that before. That sounds kind of cool to say. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Hey, got to give myself a round of applause for that. Cuz I'm cocky. Um Chris, you read the the manga. This is long time ago. So, so there's been it. The run was 90 to 95 and then there was the anime they ran. And I don't know I don't know what years the anime ran because I actually haven't watched that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pretty true retelling. I think I think they took some liberties and took some changes, but anime, you know, it, it was it was pretty true. But I, I do remember reading the books a, a while back. Um, so th- when I say books, I mean manga, which is a Japanese comic book. So it's not like I read a novel. Right, right. Um, so uh, this movie has actually caught in a lot of buzz about it being the best manga anime adaptation ever mm-hmm. have you yeah. have you seen these stories so yeah yeah let me let me just dive into to the synopsis here yeah let's hit the what what is this film about brad uh this film is from the visionary filmmakers james cameron and robert rodriguez obviously did sin city this is an epic adventure of hope and empowerment when alita awakens with no memory of who she is in the future she does not recognize uh she is taken in by ito who's played by Christopher Waltz. Compassionate Doctor. Chris, uh, sorry, Chris. What did I say, Christopher? Yeah. Christoph Waltz. But he's a compassionate doctor who realizes that somewhere in this abandoned cyborg shell is the heart and soul of a young woman with an extraordinary past. As Alita learns to navigate her life and the treacherous streets of Iron City, Ido tries to shield her from the mysterious history while her street-smart new friend, Hugo... Offers instead to help trigger her memories. But it is only when the deadly and corrupt forces that run the city come after Alita. Come after Alita that she discovers a clue to her past. She has a unique fighting abilities that those in power will stop at nothing to control. Uh, If she can stay out of their grasp, she could then be the key to saving her friends, family, and the world she's grown to love. This movie's PG-13 and has the word fuck in it. Whoa! Brace yourselves. I, spoiler alert. I didn't really I understand. it heavily. I didn't really understand why they stayed so CGI on her face. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it definitely has that. They kind of, they kind of pen, not penned it, but you saw in the the previews and stuff on TV. You know, uh, uh, the greatest feat since Avatar. Like the whole thing is like, look how well we can we can make live action interact with cgi and instead of having her real head floating in the body they like they just went all fucking full bore they, yeah which i didn't feel like they needed they could have just made her eyes bigger obviously that's no fine. i don't like, think that yeah but they did they made her whole face they made her in completely cgi interacting with i think, I think the idea not necessarily this isn't a rip because obviously we're talking about you know we'll talk about best animation or best adaptations but you know we just last year saw ghost in a shell with scarlett johansson and it was not, uh, it was not 
seen. It was not loved. No, <laughs> and, because she was white. And that, and, and you know, Major in the in the anime, Major is not someone that's overly cartoonish, even though her body below her head is like completely, like she's a full android type thing, but like her body can do things, get torn apart and stuff like that. But she still had superhuman features. So that movie wasn't well liked, but, but they didn't have to do much. Alita Battle Angel is like, just the look of the drawing stuff is super cartoonish. So I think almost taking her back to a uh, more of a human form probably would have been a little bit not necessarily jarring because no one, you know, most people, audiences in America probably didn't really know. But I think they wanted to keep that idea that like she's not definitely not a human. She's definitely a cyborg, if not full. Yeah, you can say cyborg. Before I went and saw this movie, I checked the Rotten Tomato score and it was like 70 something. I think it was 73. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at it now and it's 59. <laughs> it's, oh, 59. it's 59. It's been holding at 60 for a little bit. Um, so fresh, so enjoyable. You know, it's a it's a fun romp. Is it's what not fresh. Have been it's saying. rotten. It, well, now it's rotten. Now it's a 59, but it was a yeah. 60 for a while. You know, you're teetering on that. But line. it's a ni- it's a 94 percent. People liked it. So, you know, um, I've been uh, yeah, I've I've heard I've heard that it's enjoyable. Like it's a it's a really fun time. I'm going to say this. There's definitely lots of plot holes with at the same time are very easy to ignore. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. We talked a little bit about this before the we, we started recording, but you had mentioned, I think actually we just started recording. I don't know what we talked about it. You had mentioned there might be like a weird relationship kind of thing going on. I mean, this is all just dependent on like, I mean, that's not. I mean, we don't have to in dive the, into in the, in the I, books. I remember, and I don't know. I mean, someone if someone's listening, they're like, I don't, I didn't get that vibe at all. I just there's a there's always a weird thing in anime, and maybe it, it's our culture in the United States, but like there's these weird characters that are usually obsessed, over sexualized. There are a lot of mainly female characters, but there's also these weird male characters in anime and manga that are like super like sexually driven, like before, they're just supposed but, to be like the sex beast, right? I, I didn't really want to go that route but i wanted to kind of talk about because this is kind of a thing that's happening in real life was and we've seen this in movies before like her and and uh ex machina things like that where like people and there's even i think another there's a movie coming out called i think 2059 or 2050 or something people falling in love with technology people falling in love with robots Sure. Let's just call it what it is. It's I robots. Would, I would call uh, Blade Runner 20... Was it 2049 Blade Runner? Whatever, the, the newest Blade Runner movie. I, I would even consider that. He's a full android, but she's a freaking computer program that they fall in love with each other. So, yeah, yeah there's definitely been a trend in that. I guess we'll just go... We'll go straight into spoilers. If you haven't seen this movie, I'm. I, let me tell you what I thought of it. I think this movie is... There's some really dope action scenes. Mm-hmm. I love watching Christoph Waltz on the screen. This has a great cast. Yeah, being Mahershala Ali is in there. Jennifer Jennifer Conley. Jennifer Conley. And even this is a spoiler. Ed Norton's in it. Oh, Eddie Eddie N. Yeah, Eddie N. That guy from Oceans. Talked to Eddie in a while. Not Oceans. A guy from Italian Job. Was the original Incredible Hulk, but wanted more money, so they said, "Fuck you, Ed Norton. Get out of here." Yeah, he's in it. Uh, I'm going to give this... Oh man, how do I want to get... What do I want to give this movie? This is tough. 
I enjoyed some of the action scenes. She whooped some ass. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a man. Okay. I came in here beginning of this episode ready to give it a trash. But I'll give it a man. I mean, here's one thing I said earlier, too. I think that there, and, and I could be, we'll, we'll fact check this at some point, but I think of the manga, there are nine volumes. And a manga is not like a comic book. It is not like a 27-page thing like they are like 65 to 80 page black and white comics you read them from like back to front or whatever uh but they are very like they're they're dense and i think there's like nine volumes and it's actually the movie's called alita battle angel but the manga and the anime are called battle angel alita but um like they're 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 dense there's a lot going on and this movie is two hours and two minutes long and it covers like the vast majority of those all those volumes like in some in some way it hits almost all of them and there i was i was doing some research before this and some of the, the consensus was like they made this movie thinking that there probably wouldn't be a sequel like like there's a whole thing not to dive too deep in the backstory but like james cameron wanted to make this movie in like the early thousands or the late 90s like really badly he wanted to make like a five-part a film series of, of this uh, but then it all fell apart and he didn't end up making it, whatever. And so now he was working with Robert Rodriguez to make this one. And the like, great the, director, the great, I mean, he's made some great, he's made some weird shit that people Classic aren't, stuff. you either love or you hate. I mean, from dusk or from dusk he's till like, dawn, you love it or you hate it. He's, he comes from, he's a, he's a cut of the cloth of Quentin Tarantino. Like this Sin is, city, you love it or you hate it. You know what he I mean? Also, didn't he also do like uh shark Spike girl kids. or what? Spike, kids, yeah, Spike kids and then shark girl and lava boy. Uh, so he's kind of hit or miss. I mean, planet terror, but so like they got together and we're doing this whole thing. And, and I think that the, that they really were like, let's just make a kick-ass movie that covers this whole fucking story. So yeah, there's going to be little plot holes because they're covering so much, but at the same time, it's actually a pretty well balanced movie as far as the action you're seeing and kind of covering this whole breadth of story in one two hour movie. Yeah. Uh, the ending is definitely and this is a huge spoiler, Chris. I don't know if you're going to you plan on seeing this movie, but I'll probably watch it at some point. I'm gonna, I'm just going to tell you how it ends. Um, for those that don't know or have no idea, that basically this movie is set has like two settings. It's like you're on this earth, you're in this city, but it's like a shitty city, and there's yeah, like the, this the it's the pie. It's basically kind of like if you saw um if you saw Ready Player One, it's very similar to the stacks. Or Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok, the garbage world. It's like the this this area. I can't remember what's called. It's called like the fucking the oh, Iron City. I, Iron City. Iron City is like a all the trash that falls from the floating city. If you ever saw Elysium, very much like that. The floating city dumps like all of its garbage and shit down because that's where all the rich people live, and it falls into Iron City. Uh, so yeah, and it's like post dystopian and all that shit. Anyway, what's uh, what what's the movie that was or not movie but um. Season, series that was on Netflix where it was kind of similar to that. Mm, absolutely. Uh, 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 God damn it. It was one of my favorite shows of last year or the year before, whatever it was. It was called Altered Carbon. Yeah. Similar to that kind of situation. Like yeah, Chris said, there's one, like... The world has been destroyed. We had a cataclysm called The Fall. Yeah. Which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but... Well, it's an, uh, if you read the end, I'm not going to derail you too much, but like there's this whole thing where like the era and the sequel to the manga is called... Um, Sput the um Sputnik, uh, it's called Era Sputnik, and it starts in 1957 AD. 
where so this whole JFK thing is, was not was assassinated was not assassinated. Basically, like the Cold War kept going, and like this is so right. basically that alludes to the fact that this is a whole different reality where the Cold War happened and we destroyed ourselves, and it took us a hundred years, or it took us yeah a hundred or five hundred years to get to a point where we have like a floating city and the shitty city underneath it that used to be Kansas City. Anywho, uh, continue. <laughs> Anywho. So there's this whole city above and people want to go up there, but they don't really they don't really explain like what's up there. So nobody really knows what's up there. There was I feel like there was a lot of things they just kind of glossed over that um didn't really make sense. Like it didn't it didn't um it just kind of was like that's the way it is and you just kind of deal with it in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the end of this movie I'm I'm also we're jumping ahead because I wanted to talk about people fall like humans falling in love with cyborgs or robots. Sure. That's hard for, I don't know why but that's like when I see that on screen and I've seen it a few times in movies that's just like hard for me to believe. Yeah. But I feel it's yeah, a real yeah, yeah. thing it's a real thing that's going to happen. I mean people fall in love with freaking silicone dolls now so it would i mean be so it, much easier when it could uh, i'll be honest with you going back to it blade runner 2049 the computer chick in his house i would fall in love with that thing in a heartbeat like in and even in her with joaquin phoenix like he falls in love with scarlett johansson yeah people fall in love with sex phone operators all Siri. the time yeah i mean it happens and, they, they they call every day at the same time and they talk to their favorite sex phone operator like it this is just this is how we are we look for but a physical but a physical attraction is something different Mm, that's true, but I mean, if uh, freaking a, if well, it's not could, like what you, was that show? Humans, altered carbon, not so much, but there was a show humans on BBC and stuff. But it's basically like androids, and you can just get an android that looks, you know, sexy as fuck. <laughs> and there's a new movie, like I said, twenty fifth. I think it's twenty fifty or whatever is coming out. Yeah. It's about it's about someone falling in love with a, a, a robot that Dean Kane created. Um, oh, Dean Kane, you bastard. Which is interesting, but and I've always wanted to ask somebody these questions, but because they kind of talk about it in that movie, but it's um if you che- if you sleep with a robot, is it considered cheating? Like that's a common question that comes up, and I'm like, comes up all the time. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, really. But I, I mean, how is it not? So, so if you have a pocket pussy, you're cheating. No, that I'm not. I'm I'm talking about full fledged being i mean but now you're talking about now you're talking about the the i I, the idea of hardware you're talking about the essence of a soul if something has if because we build a machine that looks like us on every single level well you know about that so you know that so you know that sophia is like a a, recognized as a citizen now what's sophia that android what android oh yeah the one that can talk and stuff yeah, with that fucking creepy ass smile. I mean, this is I think that question going back to what you asked, like is that cheating? I think that honestly just you just have to it's going to be on what side of the fence you believe. You either believe that robots have sentience and that they that that is something that counts or you're going to believe that they are literally a piece of hardware and it's no different than freaking fucking your VCR. Like <laughs> VCR, those are fun. Remember those? Those were old timey. Uh, it just depends what side of the fence you fall on. There, and I mean, as this becomes more prevalent, as it becomes a thing, because I imagine in our lifetimes, if this world stays in one piece, like we will have things like this. Uh, 
I, I it just is gonna, it's going to be a, def, a decisive issue. You're telling me you're fucking your Android? Yeah, of course. Well, don't you think it feels? Well, I don't know. You know, it'll just be back and forth. I mean, I get, yeah, I don't. That's I funny. Don't, I flipped it there. I had the I had the hillbilly character being the one that was the proponent of Android rights. I, uh, yeah, you had the hillbilly like offended that he's somebody. Like, don't them. you, goddamn, don't you think that thing has feelers? So that's one aspect. There's a there's a relationship in this movie that I was I found hard to buy, but talking about the one with Hugo, the the, Hugo, the, yeah. the love interest, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think there's also to be said about like. I think that there. This is this is a weird twist in this, but I will say I think there's something different about cyborg uh, well, relationships. I think but because she was you only, have human pieces. But she was only alive for like a day, and then well, like, she's like he a just, brain and organs. He like just fell in love with her immediately. Well, he had ulterior motives. He wanted stuff, but he also liked her. I mean, she's cool. She's in a good body, I guess. She was like but, she had like a child body, and then it turns out like, well, oh she's a little bit older. Than, there's like a yeah. thing in the and there's a thing in the movie where she, like the doctor's assistant's like looks like she's older than you thought, and like she, now she has this woman body when she gets the new body. Oh, the berserker, the berserker, show, the berserker yeah. body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that, uh, but just as the main issue in this one, I think there's something different about like if I was having sex with an android. I would not be like, this is cheating. My wife's going to be pissed. But if I was having sex with a cyborg, yes, I would say so because that is human pieces using a new shell. No different than altered carbon. They they make their own skins and grow their own skin. Right. They can, their sleeves they put in. That's still a human person. It's a consciousness. It's just a, if it's just a robot with ones and zeros. And I won't live long enough to see them where it's confusing probably. You and I will be long dead before it's like, right. I mean, Ryan Gosling status from Blade Runner. But let's be honest, who if if there's nobody in the world, I'd fuck Ryan Gosling Android. I wouldn't even <laughs> think twice. I'm not even kind of gay. Well, I'm not even kind of gay. I don't know what the Kinsey scale is wow. in the middle. Anyways. Anyway, uh moving on from that aspect of the whole movie, there was another piece where the movie was ending. Hugo's trying to climb up this pipe or whatever. He's trying to get to Salem, the the floating city. The floating city and he doesn't make it and he she can't Idiot. save him so he dies he falls and she's like oh my god no and then like then there's this so this is like the the climax of the movie then there's a time lapse and apparently like a couple of months go by and we haven't talked about this yet but then she becomes like the everyone knows who she is in this uh fucking rollerball uh game yes mo in motorball Motorball. It's, it's basically fucking Rollerball, which is that it 70s is. movie that got remade with LL Cool J and oh, Chris yeah. Pine in 2000-something. Oh, yeah. Trash. It's like basketball mixed with roller derby. I think that this is this is something. It's funny when you talk about, like, that. there's a lot of things here. And I think that one of them is an out. I think one of them, and I say out in the way that they made this movie, like what I talked about earlier, not probably thinking they were going to get a sequel as they jammed a lot in there. Uh, but yet this is giving them an out because in the plot, if you, the only way, and this is why Hugo tries to climb the thing and fucking dies because the, you, you, no matter what you do, no matter what shady underground shit you do, just sort of like Elysium again, like if you live on the surface world, you can never go to the floating city, Salem, or it's it, in every version. It's called something different in the manga. It's called something different. In the freaking anime, it's called something different. But Zalem in the movie, 
You can't go there. The only person that ever gets to go there is the motorball world champion. When they win, they get to go visit. And so they're giving themselves an out in this one by saying, oh, we'll do a time lapse. She has she has become the motorball champion. She takes out her sword and points it up at Salem to the bad guy Nova, who's up there watching from a forever fucking far away. Not the point. Uh, and how and basically saying, oh, if this makes enough money, the next film will be about her going to Salem and killing what's the, what's the, that's Nova. interesting. It's called Salem in the anime, but in the movie they decided to call it Salem. Not the point. Uh, but going to kill Nova. So yeah, so that that's the big reveal at the end of the movie is Nova is fucking Ed Norton, but he's like yes. not in the movie at all. He just takes his fucking eye. What are those things they call? What are those things? Those whistles that go you blowing them? They go. Rape not whistles. a kazoo, but like what? Rape not, whistles. <laughs> not not a not rape a kazoo. Whistle. Um, but what with the, like the uh, spinning uh, 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 like a slide whistle? Not a slide whistle. It's like one of those a weenie like, whistle. That, that a just sounds whistle. like a blowjob. A, sp- a what? A, a weenie whistle? It was like an a old weenie Oscar whistle. Myers sounds thing. like another term for a blowjob, is it not? <laughs> hey, girl, want to come into my place? Give me, give me a weenie whistle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would throw off the game. Yeah, girl, get down there. Give me a weenie whistle. I'm gonna try that out. My <laughs> wife's gonna hate it. She's gonna hate it. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna be in trouble. I mean, I don't know. I mean, how do you? Yeah, that's that's what that is. Spinny. Whistle worth a Google. You know what I'm talking about. Spinny it's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen one of these goddamn spinning. Oh, yeah. It's called it a siren that... whistle. Could be called yeah. a spinning curtain. A whirly tube. <laughs> I hope it's called a whirly tube. Oh, it's not a whirly tube. That's the thing you spin over your head and it goes. Wah, 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 wah. Anyway, Anywho. he has one of those things as his eyes and he takes them off. He's like, oh, but I'm really a Edward Norton. I'm Nova. Like, that's how it ends. Yeah, because he can like download his consciousness into other cyborgs and make them do what he fucking wants. Uh, not uh, I guess I guess yeah. Because so. when she kills just... Vector, you find out that Vector has actually been Nova downloading his brain all that. It's sort of like a no, uh, altered carbon thing again. That's not how they did that in the movie. They it was like he could come in, he could see everything through people. Uh, so he could basically just watch through yeah. Vector. Nova reveals to Alita that. Sharon has been harvested, blah, blah, blah. And she stabs Vector, telling Nova that he made the mistake of underestimating her. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so he can basically just be a, he can basically be a participant in that person's consciousness. Right. Cool. This movie is definitely a lot of things. It feels like a lot of different things put into one as a movie. Do you ever watch, which is also ironic that it's Netflix, but um, what was it? I think it was called 23? No. They have to go through these. They have to play these games to get sent to like this promised land. It's like a. It was film. It was like a Brazilian, I think, show that Netflix did, and then they dubbed it in English and shit. I've. And it was called like. No. I think it's called like twenty three. Mm, there's one called three percent. Yes, that three percent. I got. Right. I thought it got a three percent on F, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Like yuck. No, three. It's called three percent, and it was basically about people had to go through. They had to compete through a series of things to get sent to this promised right. island. Right, right, right. So this movie has a lot of elements. I don't know if all these other things took from this 
series and then made hey, their shit. To, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, you see the movie in 2018 and we, me and you were talking, we're like, like Elysium and like this movie and like that film. Yeah, but then no, you got to remember this manga came out in 90, 90, 90 to 95. So that's what's weird. Would, what that, came first? Chicken or the egg? Yeah, no, that's definitely what's weird about it is the manga did come out in like the 90s, but there's so I, many I different would, pieces of this movie that I felt were from other things. So, yeah, I, I would say the biggest the biggest thing, if you really trace it, just with the fact that, you know, these hunter, you're a cyborg and then humans and cyborgs or people who have cybernetic parts become these hunter warriors or hunter killers or whatever that hunt criminal cyborgs. I think you can definitely start your twine at Blade Runner because that's exactly what Harrison Ford's character does. He hunts right. rogue replicants. Uh, and I think you can say that that guy probably saw this and then had this idea for five years, whatever, and end up making Battle Angel Alita some air, some areas that kind of fit there. And then you can see all these other branches that may come off or it may just be coincidence. Yeah, no, uh, there's definitely a lot of coincidence, but my biggest thing, my biggest takeaway was the big reveal at the end to make it seem like there's going to be a sequel, but it doesn't mm -hmm. sound like there is one. Yeah. It's like, well, there's I don't no know. It's, it's done no pretty, it's made some good money. So there totally could be. It, it's made money and people are surprised. Like everyone is like, it wasn't supposed to make this much money. No, it wasn't supposed to do very well. I mean, even me and you talked about a few weeks ago and I was saying how those TV commercials where it was like it's the greatest animated thing since Avatar. I was like, that's basically you shitting in my mouth. Like you, you're just begging me to go see your film and I'm not going to fucking do it. But now I'm like, OK, like it's supposed to be colorful and fun and a good time and better than Ready Player One probably. So it's but it's not better than Ready Player One. Um, you like Ready Player One better. Way better. I saw that movie like four times. Wow, look at you. <laughs> Go me. Uh, no, Go the Brad. Alita's earliest box office projections were set to be around 23 million for the first four days. And it actually came out to 43 million. But President's Day weekend was actually a really shitty President's Day weekend for the film industry. It really was. There's nothing out right now. That's true. So nothing else well planned. So, you know, I want to retract something. Ready Player One, I did not love as a movie, but I, I enjoyed it. And it, I was just going back and seeing the score. I got, I got a 72%. And, and I, I did enjoy it more. I was being, uh, I read the book. And so I was being poisoned by how terrible that book is. Um, yeah, we've talked about that. And, and God, again, that's that book just gets, the worst fucking book of all time. It, that book gets tiresome when you you're like, oh, and there's another pop. Oh, and I read God, this dude. thing, which pulled it from this. Look like fucking Siddhartha. I don't know if I'd go that far because um, no, it makes Stephanie Meyer look like she's goddamn James Joyce. Like she, it, it's like poetry emotion. Read that book. He's like, and then Zeke tied his shoelace backwards. You're like, what the fuck? It, this got published. That guy's actually really fucking rich. But hey, Steven Spielberg. Oh God, he's so rich. Just shitting his own freaking breakfast. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else there is. There's definitely uh, the a lot of moments. Is, is this is this the best anime, best anime or manga film adaptation to date? I, prefer, I actually like Ghost in the Shell better than this one, but... You fool. I'm I'm actually the wrong person to ask that question to, I think, because I'm, I'm not... I'm not analyzing anime like most people. Yes. Yeah, most You're people do. You're watching it as a movie. I'm watching it as a movie. I'm not into, like, I never got into Dragon Ball Z. I never got into, oh. like, a lot of things. So. You're missing out. You need to start tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, Said I, the guy who loves SpongeBob. 
you would love Dragon Ball. You would. You love Dragon Ball Z, and you would love Dragon Ball. I Super do love Ball Voltron. Dragon Ball Kai. You would lose your mind. Um, I think that th- this is similar. I think it's one step higher than books and movies. People watch the movie. Oh, it's better than the book, or but you never really have it. People are like, well, the book was better because it a book it just has more involved in it. But um, I think we see this a lot with the video game industry and becoming movies. How there's never been a good video game film. Uh, even at their very best, they are extremely mediocre. Uh, and anime and manga are the same thing. And, and I think it just comes from the fact that it's always going to be like that when you have a medium, you know, a video game, the best ones, the ones that people really love usually are the ones that get made into movies. And a video game is, you know, what, 23, 24 hours of fun stuff that you're doing and loving and, and stuff. And that just doesn't translate to film. And You'd think that with anime and manga, it would be a little bit closer. I mean, we've seen how comic books can become comic book movies and be very successful. We've seen it be not successful, but we've seen how it can be successful. And so I think that when I I think not only you're kind of running into two things here where uh, we actually talked about this. We talked about Aquaman, how I felt like there were parts in that movie that for the United United States audiences, uh, I, I would watch and be like, that was a weird way to deliver that line. Or like, why did they choose that camera angle? But then if you drop that same piece into uh, Korea, Japan, China, like that would be something they would really love because that's something they're very familiar with in their media. Uh, And I think that's the problem here is that we're getting almost lost in translation where there are a lot of really bad movies like they made a and and it's not just like it's not just the United States or it's not just us, I should say, because we live here (laughs) that are making these movies for American audiences like there's a bleach movie that was made in, in Japan and it's it's terrible. Attack on Titan got a Japanese and it's terrible. Like there are a ton of some of the biggest name ones. Netflix did try and make Death Note and it's fucking awful. Um Full Metal Alchemist, not great. Still kind of on Ghost in a Shell. Had backlash for a lot of reasons, but also not a really great telling of that story. The ones that do it right are like the weird ones. Like Old Boy not the one with Josh Brolin, that was garbage, but the the South Korean one uh, was super, super good. Great movie based off a really popular um, manga. So there's these weird ones that do really well, uh, but it just it's just a loss. I think it's just lost in transla- translation. Like I said, like we watch some of these and you're just like, oof, that was that was weak. Like that was some weak, weird stuff. Maybe that works somewhere else in the in the world. But also, a lot of these are just panned by all nations. So, I don't know. It's tough to make a good movie based off of other material, I think is what uh, what it just says. Looking at the characters and the development and how they are in the anime, like, it's pretty good. Like, it's pretty spot on. And I think um, the fight scenes are great, are really fucking dope. And, like, she's a badass character. Hell this, yeah, she is. There's just some... and. There's just some things that I didn't. Uh, they just fell short for me. Um, the shot selection is great. The CGI is great. It's a lot of great things about this movie, but I think the story and the plot is what holds the movie back. That's why I gave it a meh. But I think I agree. I still think I still think I had fun at this movie. It I was interested the whole time. You know, the buildup at the end, I think, was disappointing because I was like, You're this like, whole oh, time man. you never you never saw this character, Nova. Right. It's just like until the very to. end. And it was like yeah. a big deal. And then it, 
And then it turns out to be like an actor who's kind of not relevant. So <laughs> I don't know. All, that's why I gave it a meh. So I think there's really great things about this movie. It's very enjoyable. Yeah. Go if you see can, it. You'll enjoy it. But don't expect like you're going to walk in there being like, that changed me. That was Black Panther. Yeah, no, it's definitely a no. Wait for it to come out on demand. If you're bored on a winter day and fi- got oh, some yeah. firewood, load up the Go anime movie. Alita, Battle Angel. Chris, is there anything that you're looking forward to movie-wise in the next couple of weeks? Um, next week. I think, it's kind I of think a slow time, isn't it? Movie, yeah, movie movie game is, is kind of slow right now. It's it's This is that time of year, you know? I don't think we're going to get anything remotely amazing until March 8th. Um, really? What's Oh, till we get that. Yeah, and there's already been some, some very positive buzz coming through about that movie. So, uh... Can't wait for uh, Captain Marvel, but yeah, if you got nothing to do in the meantime, you know, watch some movies. Does, watch some uh, Oscar movies. Who cares? Do you think um, Captain Marvel's gonna shit on Wonder Woman? Mm, nah, I think they'll I'm be compl- yes. I think they'll compliment each other. Nah, I think I think Captain one's spacey, Marvel. one's eighties, one's nineties. You know, what do, you, what do you need? I think it's gonna fuck DC even more. <laughs> Only time they- will tell. Speaking of DC, Ben Affleck was like, oh, I guess I'm not Batman anymore. It's like, well, looks like they fucking fired me. <laughs> oh, poor now, ben. It was how, his time. It was his time. It's another conversation, but how the fuck are they going to piece this whole thing together and continue on? They're not. We tried to talk about it a couple weeks ago. It's not going to happen. It's going to be a nightmare and a mess, and they're going to freaking shit the bed. So Gal Gadot is like, well, they've already got Wonder Woman 2 in the mix. Well, I know, and they're going to make Aquaman 2, too. They're like, we're going to keep these two, and we're going to get two new ones. Unless, I don't, we talked about this, unless they do Flashpoint and do it successfully, it doesn't make sense to have an army hammer Batman all of a sudden be like, hey, guys, remember me? I'm younger now. Yeah, I don't, this is what I'm so confused on. There's too yeah, many. not going to happen. They have too many timelines when they don't, can't even get one timeline correct. That's going to do it for us at G-Splash. Tell us what you thought about... Alita Battle Angel. If you're in the New York area, there is an Alita experience. Ooh. I haven't seen it. I don't know if I'll go see it after watching the movie. But here it's really cool. I always love adding the element to a movie, to an experience, to where you can feel like you're in the movie. I'm very sad that I didn't get to check out Into the Spider-Verse over at the Sony spot. Oh, that'd be cool. It was, I heard it was really cool. Um so I'm bummed, but I got busy with work and I had to leave New York City. Hey, 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 no worries, bro. We'll give you a pass on that one. <laughs> hey, uh, hey. I hear Walking Dead is back on the scene and popping. Maybe it's not. Uh, hit us up on a social media tip and on Instagram at G to the Splash. And then you can hit us up with your reviews of Alita Battle Angel at. Still working on a Twitter, I promise. G Splash BC at gmail.com. Calm. Chris, any last words before we get out of here? Nope. Enjoy your week, everybody, and uh, thanks for listening. This is great. It's always fun. We'll be back next week where we shit on the award ceremony like we always do. Hey. Hopefully Black Panther wins. I'm out of here. Peace.